News. Plug into Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, this is Chance Harris. And I'm Laura Wichick. Did you know Harker Mellinger provides services to help you with your payroll and accounting problems or business concerns? Schedule an appointment today to discuss how our professional staff can find the solutions that work best for you. Harker Mellinger has been providing quality service for Sheridan area businesses for over 37 years. Remember, you get our exclusive fixed fee, one monthly fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Call Harker Mellinger today, 672-0785. Ladies, you know that one thing you've been dying to try but don't know how to get started? Well, I'm here to help. This is Candace Crane, General Manager at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports, and I'd like to invite you to check out my podcast, I Want to Do That, Women Helping Women Explore the Outdoors. This episode, I'm talking to a local backpacker, Rachel Black, who is self-taught and recently returned from a solo trip in Patagonia. She'll share why she loves backpacking, tips on how to get started, and a few embarrassing things she's learned along the way. I Want to Do That is sponsored by Can-Am and will be available on sharedmedia.com and wherever you get your podcast. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your hosts for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. And good morning, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Aaron Palmer along with Ron Richter and Trevor's in the background somewhere. Uh, say hi, Trev. Hi, and I'm not going to start up start anything today. Nothing today? <laughs> I promise. <laughs> All right. Good. Well, we may just have you chime in as you need to. We'll just see what happens. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Numbers to call if you have something that you want to talk about, which is what we're going to talk about, or something else that you would like to talk about. The numbers to call in are 674-4443 or 672-5763. And this morning, we we had a poll question up there during the, most of the last week, and that poll question was... Got it wrong? Yeah, let me find it here. I had okay. to uh, grab my spectacles. Now, yeah, I forgot mine this morning, so I'm going to have to punt when I'm trying to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the uh, first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question, do you think the county commission, Sheridan County Commission, should choose the next commissioner due to the recent resignation, or should there be a special election to allow voters to choose? Mm-hmm. Uh, overwhelmingly, 69% of the vote, uh, voters should decide. Um, and then we had 29% of the vote that county commission should decide, and 2%, seven votes is undecided. all were undecided. But uh, pretty overwhelming, uh, 69%, almost 70% of the votes was uh, the voters should make the decision. Okay. Now, just for some background on this, what we have going on, sheriff, former sheriff, Alan Thompson, who was voted in as county commissioner at the last uh, election, yep. has resigned, and that will be effective, I believe at the end of this month um coming up directly anyway and so 
obviously we're going to have to replace him on the county commission. Well, he ran as a Republican. We'll get into that in a little bit. But as it is right now, state statute specifies that the Republican Party, and if a Democrat had won that seat, then it would be the Democratic Party doing this. But because it was a Republican that won that seat, the Central Committee is going to, I, I guess, do interviews or take uh, letters of interest or yeah. both or all three or something and figure out three candidates that they feel are good. Worthy. Worthy. Thank you. That's a good word to use. James Worthy. And Yep. <laughs> Some of the younger people going, huh? A little basketball yeah, reference okay. there, the uh, Showtime Lakers. Anyway, they're going to send three votes to the county, or votes, three names to the county commission <laughs> to vote on to come up with one person that will uh, fill that seat for the remainder of uh, the term, the which term. at this point, I think is three years. Yeah, because he was just elected. Right. So it's it's quite some time. Right. So that's how it's going to work. So the question was, yeah, how should we do this? But state law says this is how we're doing it. That's what we're talking about today. We're going to take a quick break, get that out of the way, and we're going to come back and talk more about this on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Coming up. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business -business service provider, located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Hi, this is Brad with Prime Rate Motors, where we are interested in paying cash for your vehicle, camper, or trailers. With the overwhelming demand right now, Prime Rate Motors wants to not only work with you to get you a fair price for your vehicle, we want to restock our lot with some local-owned units. Payments too high, we also do down trades. Stop out to Prime Rate Motors and let us evaluate your vehicle, discuss what works for you, and then make the deal happen. Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store. See us online at primeratemotors.com. Novus Autoglass does more than just chip and windshield replacement. Hi, this is Cindy, and here at Novus Autoglass, we can replace window regulators, door glass, back glass, and many more other options. Big or small, we can fix them all. Novus Autoglass can also service and recalibrate lane departure and other safety systems. Come see us at our new location, 1034 Broadway Street, or call us at 307-672-0139 to set up an appointment. Your health is important. Don't put off feeling your best today. PEMF Wellness can help get rid of the toxins in your body, assist with muscle fatigue, and support general relaxation. If you have not tried PEMF therapy, call Aaron today and book your session. 752-8117. Check out PEMF Wellness on Facebook for more information and give certificates for new clients available on Sheridan Media Hot Buys every Thursday. Jackson Electric open line Friday. Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter and Trevor's in the background waiting with bated breath for us to talk about something that he's going to chime in on. We'll see. 
lurking, <laughs> lurking in the weeds. I think, I think, I think that's <laughs> like a, a rattlesnake, <laughs> <laughs> like a giant tiger. There you go, tiger. <laughs> um, today we're talking about uh, the question was: Should we allow, or should voters decide, in a situation which we have now in Sheridan County? where one of the county commissioners has resigned, he needs to be replaced. So the question was, should the county commission make that decision or should it go to voters? And overwhelmingly, Ron, you said, people are. Yeah, 69% said the voters should decide. Okay. And that's, that's I mean, it's pretty, you know, I mean, the 30% of the votes uh, went to uh, the county commissions should decide. But, right. you know, I, I mean, it, it's a tough call, if you ask me. I, I honestly agree. I think the voters should make the decision just because you have to be careful. It's a slippery slope when the county commissioners are picking their own commissioners. Yeah. It, it could, yeah, that's an argument. And I'm it very not, well could be. Nothing against Nothing this, against, yes. yeah. It's just it, it, that is an argument that, yes, it could be used as. Yes. Well, I'll bet whatever. you they're going to get three really good candidates. Probably. You know, I mean, if they get, you know, and, and one of them will shine brighter than the others, and they'll make the choice. Right. Now, I, the I, I, and is, I, I, you know... Sorry, go ahead. I don't like special elections. They cost a lot of money. Yes, they do. You know, and I think that the seat was won by a Republican, and as you mentioned earlier, if it was won, won by a Democrat, those people know who's in their party. Mm-hmm. People show interest, and then they can vet. Because, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll get a lot of people that'll be interested in it. Yeah. And they, so then they can vet yeah. the group. Mm-hmm. Then they they know their people, so they can whittle it down to the three that they think in the process, and then we just move on. Right. And that's how the system is set up now by state statute, and it seems the easiest way to do it. But there are people out there that think that these should go to an election to let people the voters decide and as you said you know a special election is going to cost the county however many thousands of dollars to pick a new candidate which i guess there could be an argument for that but it's really the argument against it is kind of overwhelming because of the money situation so that's where we're at. That's what we're talking well, you're kind of about. Getting, but you're getting three good candidates, so it's not like right. It's not like they're just going to pick someone and just stick them in there, right? You know, like a you know whoever they want. And the other it's thing be, is, the, the whole group held, will be vetted. If we held a special election, would that mean that the, that a Democrat or an independent could no. possibly get See, in there? That's or is why it, gonna be it has to be it has to be a Republican because that's who won the seat. But if, if it was we're a going Democrat, to change that, shouldn't we change the fact that it's a Republican or a Democrat and just open it up to everyone? It'd be a, in this situation, I don't think so. No, I mean the Republican won the seat for three for three more years. Right, you can't yank that away from the 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 uh, party. Right, that's well, why I've, that's I've always thought, I, I could never understand. Well, we got a couple of callers here, but I, I've never understood really why um, county commission was a uh, partisan race anyway. Yeah, well, right. You know, I, right. I've always Sheriff thought it was kind of weird that city that uh, the county commissioners, is, you know. It? You know, city council isn't, um, you know, it's, and so it's, I've always thought that was kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you got know. a couple calls. Okay. Caller one, you're on the air on the Jackson Electric. Well, not anymore. Let's go to caller two. You're on the air, Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Yes. If you don't mind, gentlemen, I'd like to make a brief, brief comment sure. on a slightly different topic. Okay. Sure. Sure. Um, I attended the SAWS board, Sheridan Area Water Supply. This is the board that functions to serve water to county residents there's about 2,000 taps 
located in the county, not within the city limits, that are served by the SAWS board. Well, what happened in Wednesday's meeting is they changed the agenda. Now, I'm reading the bylaws of the SAWS board, the ones that are functioning under now from the year 2000. Each regular meeting, the Secretary of the Joint Powers Board shall provide each member with an agenda of items to be discussed, to be considered or resolved, no later than three business day, days prior to the meeting. The problem here is that they, what they did is they didn't discuss what was on the agenda fully. They did discuss in portion. They added they added the disillusionment, the dissolving, the administratively getting rid of the SAWS board and transferring the assets of the SAWS board to the city of Sheridan. The deciders on this will not be the SAWS board. It will be a plurality of city council and a plurality of county commissioners in total or part will decide if the SAWS board is dissolved. Well, what had occurred is the chairman of the board, um, Mrs. Haswell, uh, the night before the meeting at 5.30 sent an email to everybody in the SAWS board saying, I want to add this to our agenda tomorrow. I wish to do this. Well, in looking at how they conduct their business meetings, it's very clear all items for placement upon the agenda shall be submitted to the secretary no later than five business days prior to a regularly scheduled meeting. I'm saying here that that action taken to talk about dissolving the SAWS board with the help of um, a, a dissolution document presented by County Attorney Beaver and City Attorney Kearns, they are the ones who are, and now it, has, it wasn't done. It wasn't acted upon. It was a disillusion document. And uh, Mr. Miller, Brian Miller, who was there, got up and said, no one affected by this disillusion, the TAP users, the water users of the SAWS water system, was even made aware this was going to occur and would have been there had they known. So they held a meeting of vital importance. This is one of the bigger things that's been happening around here. And they did it last minute. They changed the agenda. And what I wanted to say is I really, really question that they could do that. I talked to the administrator for SAWS, and that's Mr. Coughlin, and he said maybe, he said they didn't do it by, clearly, they didn't do it by how they're supposed to do it, their bylaws. He said, maybe they did it by Robert's Rules of Order. I said, I don't know. But I said it was basically a gobsmack. Those people who were there are going, what? We're going to talk about a disillusion agreement, and it isn't even on the published agenda, and nobody knew about it until they walked through the door? This was, this was just, uh. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you, caller. And caller two, I guess, you were on the air on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I think perhaps we're passing up a really good opportunity to kind of make a move in the right direction. I, I can't remember when it was. I, I don't, not very historically accurate, but whenever we had less county commissioners, 
And um, if if somebody wanted to make a bold gesture towards our government mm-hmm. and things, this might be a good chance to just go, oh, well, we can do without that many county commissioners and not have to do all this fussing and reelecting and special elections and all this stuff. Just, uh, you know, dial it back a little bit and uh, maybe have uh, something be more efficient. So are you, are and you, are you that, referring to That's really to the... all I have to say about it. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and go back to my radio and listen to how you guys are sorting things out. Thank you. I did have a question, though, before you go. Are are you referring to when the county commission used to be three members? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, I remember those days, you know, the good old days when things were simpler and uh, you had less people to deal with, and maybe there was more of an effort of uh, electing people that were really conscientious about it instead of having everything be group think all the time. People could uh, have an idea, stand up for it, and get things done. A little more individuality yeah. on the commission is what you're saying, kind of. Well, how many? How many are there now? There's five. Five. Yeah. And if, yeah, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the voters actually made that decision to expand the commission. Yeah, that sounds like a mistake. Uh, um, I mean, it, you might be mistaken. I'm not sure either. I didn't do the history on it. Right. I didn't know that this was going to be on the agenda. Or because uh, I'm not that good at keeping up with things, but I just think three commissioners ought to be able to get her done. Yeah, that's all I have. Thank you. Yep. All right. Well, hey, and th- and that I guess is an argument. There's but, there's actually a lot of people that agree with right. Him. And and I I know Johnson County, which is a heck of a lot smaller county, has three commissioners. Well, but you know, like you know, I think a lot of the counties do. You know, right. Ron, I think you're right though. I think there was a, the there was the, the voters put it in. That was that yeah. was a, a, um, an expansion with a decision. It'd be interesting, you know, if we could go back voters. if we could go back and find out how close that vote was. Yeah. I mean, it's only, one of, you know, it's two extra people. Right. And one of the things that I've noticed, and I'm, and I'm not trying to throw the commissioners under the bus, but people have lives. And with five commissioners, there are a lot of times where they don't have the full complement there for one reason or another. Right. They're out of town doing whatever. Well, yeah, it's math. Yeah. I mean, so having, if you had three and two were gone, you obviously don't have a, a quorum. quorum. You can't get anything done. So with five, I think that's why people decided to go to five, especially in a county the size of Sheridan's, where you would have uh, a quorum regardless of whether he had a one or two gone. And I don't think I've ever seen uh, a commission meeting where two are gone, but quite a few where you have one gone. Mm-hmm. And then at the, in that uh, instance, if there was a tie, then the uh, chair wouldn't vote. So it, it still, and that's the other reason why they go to an odd number on these boards is because the, yeah. to avoid a, a, a tie a, a tie vote. So anyway, yeah, that is an argument that uh, people now, are Aaron, interested in. Personally, I have a question. You've been covering mm-hmm. the county commission for some time now here right. in Sheridan County. I used to cover the county commission for quite some time, and I covered them when they were three and then when they moved to five. And one thing I've always admired about our county commission i don't know i've never covered other county commissions but they're very efficient mm-hmm. I, I mean there's not a lot of political grandstanding so to speak very they, true they, they literally sit down and they do what they were supposed to do and they ask the questions that need to be answered and then they move on to the next agenda item sure. it, it's it's basically business as usual mm-hmm. the one thing that i will say and i'm very impressed with sheridan county because i have covered both sheridan johnson county for years and the johnson county commission does a good job don't get me wrong it's just that sheridan counties is very streamlined as Mm -hmm. you said they're very 
you know, um, let's get this done. I mean, their meetings are done usually in less than a half hour. Yeah. A lot of times around 20 minutes. And the thing is, it, it's, you know, you know, someone you know, can argue and they, say they that they're can't, just... They're not like a city council that does ordinances and things like that. Resolutions. Well, they, they are do, all... But they're, they're all... Everything the county commission does, any county commission in the state, is governed by state statute. They just can't go out there and willy-nilly do stuff. Well, no. But what they do is, and this is what I was impressed with Sheridan County with, is that they have their consent agenda, and they'll have their meetings beforehand, and they'll discuss these items. Mm -hmm. And so they can't make a decision. They do that in the meeting. But they have, let's say, 10, 12, 15 different items on their consent agenda, which they've discussed they figured out yes or no, how am I going to vote on this? And then in the meeting, they have the opportunity to bring those out of the consent agenda and talk about them more if they want to. If they to, want, or if there's or any if public interest. To. Right, yeah. exactly. The public can pull something and go, hey, I want to talk about this. Yep. But if not, then they just pass it with rubber stamp, basically saying, okay, we approve all this. That takes, I don't know how long, out of the meeting. Mm-hmm. But yet it's still legal. They've done what their due diligence. They've covered all these things. It's just they've done that beforehand, made the decision in the meeting, move on. And Johnson County, I think, could probably learn. Benefit a bit. From yeah, that. benefit from that just because there are times in, in those meetings in in the past that they just drag on mm-hmm. with a lot of these things. And well, it's really not necessary. If it's on the agenda and people are aware of it, you can pull it off and talk about it if you'd like to. Otherwise, move on, rubber stamp it. And and that's one thing I'm really impressed with Sheridan County. The, the city council here in Sheridan has kind of went along those lines. They hold uh, study sessions every other Monday when they aren't having their regular business meetings. And it has allowed for a lot of those smaller kind of administrative things to be put on the consent agenda. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and just like you said, if if someone has an issue, you know, one of the counselors wants more information, they can bring it off the consent. Or, if, you know, 25 people show up from the public and are not happy with this, you know, Whatever, subdivision. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. it gets... And usually the subdivisions aren't because they'll have a public hearing and whatnot and all that. But yeah, it's, but for whatever it, reason, if they want to talk about it, they can pull it out. It, it's it. how you right. make government more efficient, but still mm-hmm. transparent. Right. And I 100% agree with it. There are some people think, no, it should be in the meeting. Well, they've already covered it. You have the opportunity. Yes. It's there in black and white. It's all If public. you see the agenda, yeah, yeah. it's right there. And, and you, you can see what they're talking about. They don't try to hide it at all. So very good. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break right there on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We will be back and discuss stuff with you or what you want to or whatever right after these messages. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it exactly how you want it? 
That's right. It's time to spruce up your home. Are you thinking about a countertop remodel in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, or adding a custom stone bar, outdoor fireplace, or hot tub with beautiful stone surrounds? Sheridan Custom Stone is here to make it a reality. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue today to start your dream project. Well, it's just a fact that sometimes the water well you have is just not the water well you wished you had. What if you turned on your tap and a little country band drained out singing, Water, water, cool, clear water. Well, that's just what 307 Wildcat Well Service delivers. They'll bore down old Mother Earth and find you that water. Now get ready for a phone number, 217-2155. Or find 307 Wildcat Well Service on Facebook. And you too will have... Cool, clear water. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies, Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. Your health is important. Don't put off feeling your best today. BEMF Wellness can help get rid of the toxins in your body, assist with muscle fatigue, and support general relaxation. If you have not tried BEMF therapy, call Aaron today and book your session. 752-8117. Check out PEMF Wellness on Facebook for more information and gift certificates for new clients available on Shared and Media Hot Buys every Thursday. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. Hey, Sean Hannity here. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. It is the backbone of the emergency alert system because when cell and internet services are down, AM radio might be your only lifeline. Now text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Text AM to 52886 today. Hungry for a delicious meal that'll leave your taste buds singing? Look no further than Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits. Everything from mouth-watering burgers to succulent steaks, our menu is packed with flavor and satisfaction. Check out our extensive drink menu featuring handcrafted cocktails, local brews, and fine wines. By the way, now it's easier than ever to book your table early. Go to Frackleton's.com and choose your time of day and the table you want, and it'll be waiting for you when you get there. Frackleton's Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Moss Holders Design Center is making room for brand new dining room sets and brand new bedroom groups. So for the next two weeks, every piece of dining room and bedroom furniture is on sale. Update your master bedroom or finally finish that guest room. Whether you just need a couple nightstands or an entire bedroom group, all bedroom furniture is on sale, even special orders. Choose from a wide range of dining sets, small enough for just two or four people, or go large with solid wood sets that can accommodate eight to ten guests. That's Moss Holders Bedroom and Dining Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter and laying in the weeds waiting for us to <laughs> do something, say something. Mr. Trevor is back there waiting to... Lurking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about uh, what happened was is that Sheriff, former Sheriff Alan Thompson resigned his position on the county commission and he's going to take a position with WASCOP. 
Yes, the state agency. It's okay. uh, like the sheriffs and Wyoming Association chiefs, sheriffs yeah. and chiefs of police. Yeah, something like that. And, which I mean, is how, right up his alley. Well, and you can't fault him for no. taking that. I mean, no. come on. I mean, it's because I, I, I've heard a little scuttlebutt about that, and it's like you know, well, we just elected him, and you know, it's like, well, you. Yeah, but if you're in a job when you have, and somebody offers you, because I talked to you him can't at the last down meeting, an opportunity right. like that. and he said this is like one of his dream jobs, yeah. and it's like, you can't blame the guy. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I right. think it's great. So he's going to go and do that, so he obviously had to resign his position, so that's what brought all of this up. So yep. the county, commi- county commission will eventually get three names from the Sheridan County Central Republican Central Committee, I had to make sure I got that right, and who are going to, as Trevor put it, weed people out, I yes. guess. Or the, the vetting process. Vet for, yeah, vet process. That sounds more professional. Yes, the does. vetting process. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds better, yeah. Anyway, so they're going to do that. They're going to find three candidates for the county commission to interview and then make a decision from those three to replace Mr. So now- Thompson. The three that they choose, they forward those three candidates onto the commission, and then the commission makes the ultimate choice. Mm-hmm. Am I, that, that's basically, in a nutshell, what happens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What, what are the actual, do you know, like, the timelines? I do. I have that for here. This? Um, Sheridan County Republican Party is now taking uh, letters of interest or whatever, and then on July 28th is the deadline for people to apply. If they're interested. Well, that's approaching then, pretty soon here. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Today. Week no, from today. Week from today. Next Friday, kids. <sighs> We're timely and don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're almost into August. I know it. I know Grief. It then the Sheridan County Republican Party Central Committee plans to meet August 5th. And they will interview all of the candidates... Or at least that's their intent. I guess if they get fifty of them, they may have to wet it, you know, vet it. Excuse me, down to a few yeah. to interview. But their their intent is to interview the candidates and choose three of them to send on to the county commission. Now, the central committee will then send that off to the Sheridan County Commission, who will select three candidates. And I don't have a timeline on that, but I think they have, if I'm not mistaken, twenty days from the time that they get the names to make a decision, I to believe. Select, right. Um, if one of the county commissioners is out there and you know the answer to that, call and let us know because I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, but they, it's a specific time that they right. have to to uh, make that decision. And I'm sure that they're going to announce that probably outside of a, of a meeting. They'll probably have to call a special meeting to... You, you know, earlier, uh, Aaron, I, I, I said that, you know, I kind of lean towards, you know, the voters should choose. Mm-hmm. And you and Trevor were kind of going back and forth on some things, um, and I didn't interject. But you know, I, I do kind of lean both ways. I hate to say it, but well, but yeah. the, the thing is, um, the voters don't always make the best decision either. True. So you could fall into that boat as well. You know, if you're worried about well, you know, the commission, you know, might just pick a you know their their good old boy type network mm-hmm. stuff. You know, which I hate that term but anyway um you know well you know you could you could be up the creek too with what the voters decide true and and i know that one of the arguments against the central committee regardless of whether it's democrat or republican choosing is that um how do i want to put this i'm not i'm not insinuating that there are uh 
undesirables, you know, that's not what I mean, but I mean the possibility oh, of having are, people. I'll insinuate it. There are undesirables. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that important. Make this Don't decision. put off feeling your best today. PEMF Wellness. The air? Yeah, it's dead. Uh oh. It's just dead air. Whoa. Okay. Apparently, we were off the air there for a minute. So, oh, well. Any, anyway, like I said, I wasn't trying to insinuate there are crazies out there or whomever, but there are. There is the possibility that if something like that happens and you have people in the central committee that want someone to you know that kind of aligns with their beliefs or whatever that may not be totally in line with whatever party you know is there they have the mm -hmm. opportunity to kind of stack the deck a little bit right so that's a, i'm not saying it's happening no i'm not insinuating i'm saying that is an argument but, against yeah it. it's a possibility possibility you sure know, there's there's many and just it's what you got to do. You got to roll the dice. And right. Hopefully, and so, I don't know. I mean, you don't there's, come up there's snake good, eyes. there are good and bad aspects to each yes. possibility. Totally is agree what I'm with saying. you That's on that. all I'm saying. And so what we have at this point, I mean, it's, it's going to, if we wanted to change anything, it's going to take, I, I believe, at least a state constitutional amendment. And then each party is going to have to sign off on this yes. because then all of a sudden they're... It changes the way they operate. Right. They're not going to be able to do this. And I don't know that you could actually... Well, we, we know that the federal uh, Republican and Democratic parties are probably not going to sign off no. on this. It, it's a lot of work to accomplish very little. Right. When, when in the overall scheme of things, you're talking about a seat that's going to be open for... Right. A few months. It's, it, it's not like it's the grand poobah either. Right. I mean, it, it, you're a county commissioner. That's great. But yeah. I mean, it's. But it's not like this person's going to come in there and ramrod everything. You've <laughs> yeah. got four other right. commissioners yes. that are going to be right there, you know, voting one way or the other. So and and I'll tell you, it, anybody that, that runs for an elected office, I, I congratulate them for doing it because mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, that's a lot of crud to deal with on a personal level that shouldn't be that way you know i mean if you're if you're serving and i understand that a lot of county commissioners city councilmen mayors whatever you know they have their phone numbers and whatever out there in the public but when you're getting phone calls at night with people that are just being less than friendly we'll put it that yeah. way that's that's a strain yes it is so. it's a lot of unneeded stress yeah so kudos to them if, if people are willing to do that I commend them for it. Yeah, it takes a different bird, honestly. Um, I, so we've talked about why the Republican Central Committee should be picking the candidates, and that's kind of you know what we've discussed. And at this point, we don't have a choice. That's what's going to happen. But what would it take to change it? Would it take a, a constitutional amendment to do that? I, I believe so. It would have to. The legislature would have to do it. Yeah, in the state. And then, as we said earlier, who knows if the Republican and Democratic Party would sign off on it because they would have to as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Interesting question. Okay. Um, special election. Let's talk about that. How? I don't even know what a special... I, I think Johnson County a couple of years back had a special election for... Oh, I think it was an added... Oh, the... the uh, what was it? The they were trying to get money set aside for all of those projects, and they had the special election. And there was a lot of money that went into that, 
and then it failed, obviously. But right. there, what I was getting at was there's a lot of money spent on this special election. On the election. special election, yeah. yeah. Well, there's been, I think the last one here was over the uh, city administrator position. Oh, okay. Um, that was the last special election here that I remember. I don't know, you know my memories great but um that was the last one here and it was expensive <clears throat> excuse me i remember uh, i don't remember the number off the hand but it was not cheap you know and, and you know in hindsight you look back and it's like a lot of the people that clamor about spending money and whatnot were the ones that lobbied for the special election that cost a lot of money so it's but don't you, know, you don't you think that this a is a layer this, of don't you think this process there? though is the fair way to do it Yes, I mean it's. The, I do. The seat was run by that party, or yeah. won by that party. Yeah, I think this is the fair thing to do. Or if you have a special election, then only Republican registered Republicans vote. Then, well, that right, you know, sure. So it's almost like it's like um, I just think that the people that will show interest, that will send these you know letters and resume and that kind of thing that will show interest, would be the same people that would run in an election. Mm-hmm. So you're getting maybe the same candidate. Sure. But then the counter-argument to that is a lot of people think, well, the voters should decide regardless, period. Even if it's only between so many Republicans or whatever. And I get the counter-argument to that, that it's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah, I just think that's the, the argument. It's state statute, and I think it's the fair way to do it. Well, and it's sure, clean. if you want to save money, sure. It's clean. It's like, done. Right. Let's go. Well, right, because the special election, we all know, is going to take, you know, planning, this, that, and they're going to have to print ballots, yep. they're going to have to do this. And this, you know, so this process gonna is going to take time, too. Right. You know, I don't know how many, how many days, I'm sure there's how many days that you have to um, do that. You have, I'm sure there's a time, deadline there is. to get I, your name in there, then sure. there's a deadline uh, for the Central Committee. So th- we're talking about a process here It's going to take a while. Right. We were talking about that earlier, the, the deadline to apply if you're interested, is a week from today. Okay. And then July, excuse me, August 5th, the Central Committee is going to get together and vet those yeah, no, pe- inter- mm-hmm. and interviews and do whatever they're going to do. And then I think, and I'm not sure, I wish one of the county commissioners would call and explain this, but I think it's 20 days. Okay. From when they get the names. From when they get the names. Yeah, they were on they public polls yesterday and talked a little bit about it. Did they? Yeah. Okay. I know it's a set amount of time. I just am not sure mm-hmm. on what it is. Well, yeah. So it's coming up. It'll be in August when it finally gets done. And that's a pretty, you know, that's pretty quick. I think too. Mm-hmm. That's, it is a quick process that way. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I agree. I mean, yes, I, I lean towards the fact that you know, okay, it'd be nice to give the the voters their say. But you know, the voters did have their say that they elected Alan Thompson. Alan Thompson resigned and is moving on. And uh, now this is the process that has been set up through state statute to take care of when someone resigns. So, and it's worked before. Right. It's it's the old, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) True. So it's fun to talk about, but it's not, it's not going to change. Aaron, you hit the nail on the head earlier. There's pros and cons to each side of this argument. Sure. I mean, and there is for just about everything. That's why there's two sides of a coin. But I, I mean, why change something that has worked for so long? Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I understand the whole give the voters their say, and I actually still kind of lean that way. But yeah, it is a lot of money, and it is a lot of organization, and you know, there's a lot of things that have to be done, and a lot of people that have to do it. That's uh, you can't just say let's have a special election, and it's like we don't just go down to you know bedrock and stamp a <laughs> slate. You know, I mean, true. 
There's a, now, lot, a lot of work let's, involved. Let's say that we eventually go to a more than two party system. Is this still work? Then I you, think it, yeah, that, that's a good question. That's that's. I think more or less it would be the same thing because let's say we have an independent and a libertarian and the two that we have not democrat and republican so we have four let's just use that as a case for argument so the libertarian wins so the libertarians would then make the decision as to who comes in to fill that seat so i guess it's it's this it would be the same process regardless of how many political parties there could yeah I guess. yeah it, it is I, I think it would throw a bit of a wrench into the spokes yeah but then you got to look at the likelihood of having that happen in wyoming true i mean that's probably not in our lifetime no well and i guess there's always been democrats here but not many right and i don't know that we're seeing more now than we did say 20 or 30 years ago maybe yeah not many if, if there are but it hasn't changed much and no the political landscape is pretty much the same i mean you've been here basically most of your life yeah you know i've been here a couple of decades Mm -hmm. i was pretty shocked that we had democratic governors over the years to be honest and they've been and they've been freedenthal was a uh, democrat and he was a two-term governor and they did good things he was a great guy Mm -hmm. interesting okay well We've got some other things to t- obviously everybody's all talked out on this, so they must either agree or they disagree and they're throwing stuff at the radio. I don't know. Anyway, we've got some other things <laughs> to talk about, but our uh, illustrious board op just disappeared. Where did he That's go? That's all right. We can talk. That's what we're paid to do. True. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about, do you, oh, the thing with um, Longmire Days this weekend. Did you hear about that? I did not yesterday what okay happened? the whole wow this was crazy and i heard about it late in the afternoon but apparently yesterday all of the events for longmire days which is this weekend in buffalo again crazy that it's still going on but people still show up yep. including the actors not all of them but still quite a few show up every year and as long as the organizers have said as long as people are going to show up and the actors want to be here we're going to do it yeah, so why, why not? not yeah anyway so yesterday was the quote unquote first official day of longmire days and it's going to stretch through sunday well yesterday morning you heard about the str- the screen actors american War, federation yeah. blah 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 AFTA, yep. aftra whatever anyway it's basically the screen actors guild has been on um strike for quite a while quite a number of weeks so the actors all showed up here yesterday morning and got into buffalo and then they were told you can't do any of the events because the the strike the strike are you serious seriously so they can't now but yesterday the the act the the they're (laughs) they said no (laughs) so yeah, people, I mean, I found out about this on Facebook, they, which is all they could do is post it on Facebook right. on their site. So they posted it, and then people started going bananas, which you can't blame them. I mean, if you're from Timbuksex, Florida, and you spend a you know a, a yep. huge amount of money to come to, come to Buffalo, for, Wyoming, for to see you know who whichever actor and be involved in this, and then buy tickets in the whole nine. I mean, there's tickets for all of the events that you have to apply for online and there's no guarantee you're going to get. So it's a whole spiel, okay? 
<laughs> they found out yesterday the actors were not going let me rephrase that they could but if they wanted to retain their card to act in the future yes. through the screen actors guild which is what they all have to do yes. to, to work wow they couldn't participate so you can't blame the actors so all day yesterday they were on the actors and the organizers for the event were on the phone with the Screen Actors Guild people to try to get some kind of a waiver right? so that the actors could, could do this. And they're not getting paid for this. The actors are not, they don't get paid. No. But they get, you know, I mean, of course, they, they put them up in hotels and that kind of stuff in Buffalo. So it's not really costing them money per Yeah, they're, they're not paying for meals. Right. So they're coming in and they're getting some, you know, perks and freebies and whatnot. But it's not like they're getting paid to be here. They're also generating a lot of revenue for Johnson yes, County. Yes, and that was the kicker because not only is it in Johnson County that, you know, the store owners and businesses and whatnot, but all of the money that they get through the Longmire events is donated. So it's a, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a senior moment. Anyway, the money that they take in is going it goes out to 501c3 stuff like nonprofits and whatnot. yeah i mean yeah. they they donate so like that a donation money. right to nonprofits. so it's not like you know the charitable the, thank donation. you charities <laughs> <laughs> well i was i was i was trying to think of the yeah, word i was like, like <laughs> charitable Charitable foundations, thank you. So the, I've got a tattooed I, on my arm. Charitable donations. There you go. You write it down. <laughs> so that's where the money's going, and I think that's—I don't know this, but my guess is that's probably why the 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 Screen Actors Guild said, "Okay, we can let them do this because it's a they, they it's a benefit." They loosen the reins a bit, so right. so everything's moving forward as right according to plan. Right, and I guess last night was like the kickoff event with um, VIPs, which are the actors and whoever else involved, Craig. Johnson, the author. So all of that stuff happened last night, kicked it all off, and then now today and through the rest of the weekend, they may have to adjust their schedule right. because everything got kind of backed up. But yeah, the events are going. Boy, on. that's that's yeah. That I was, didn't. They, I, I did not know about that. That they is absolutely. You I know, can't even imagine that was. I'm sure there was. There was some tense moments. There were people in that your, I in your neck of the woods last that night. were upset. Oh, I can't even imagine upset. But the thing that gets me is. And I'm not blaming anybody, but how did somebody not go, you know? You would think that yeah, with, with the strike right. and then, This you know, may be a problem, but I guess they figured because it was a charitable event right. that it wasn't going to be an they issue. Weren't here making, and they're not making they money. They weren't here making money. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a fine line, but someone should have, you know, had their manager look into <laughs> it a little bit more thoroughly before right. they all touched down and right. And, and Robert Taylor, and you can't blame the guy, but he got on Facebook and he, and he was explaining what was going on. And he said, point blank, you know, I'm not going to go against my, my uh, the Screen Actors Guild. If they say no, I'm not going to cross the lines, you know, type thing. And he goes, I have to, you know, and he does. He's got to continue to work after this event. So mm -hmm. you can't blame the guy. And right. there are, my understanding is one of the actors showed up yesterday, don't know which one, and was here and found out about it and turned right around and left. Left. So, oops. Yeah, you know, well, crazy. Well, we've got a few minutes here. Let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll come back and we'll uh, see what else we're going to talk about. I just thought that was interesting that, you know, it was almost a, a bad thing. And a catastrophe. Yeah, could have been. We'll be back on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this.
tune to Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Moss Holders Design Center is making room for brand new dining room sets and brand new bedroom groups. So for the next two weeks, every piece of dining room and bedroom furniture is on sale. Update your master bedroom or finally finish that guest room. Whether you just need a couple nightstands or an entire bedroom group, all bedroom furniture is on sale, even special orders. Choose from a wide range of dining sets, small enough for just two or four people, or go large with solid wood sets that can accommodate eight to ten guests. That's Moss Holders Bedroom and Dining Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. You know what my favorite thing about summer is? What's that? Wild Rodeo and Ribeye Steaks. Oh, me too. And to beef up the month of July, Sheridan Honda has teamed up with Just LaDuit Steakhouse and Bighorn. Anyone who sells us their vehicle will get a $100 gift card to enjoy steak dinner on us. What if I want steak in a new car? Well, this juicy deal includes trade-ins as well. And remember, our cars are priced number one in the market, come with a full tank of gas, and are ready to hit the rodeo road. Visit Sheridan Honda today. At Sunlight Federal Credit Union, we know how important convenience, time, and flexibility are for you. That's why we've joined the Co-op Shared Branching Network, which gives you access to your account at over 5,600 branches across all 50 states. That's just one more way we make Sunlight Federal Credit Union your branch for your funds, no matter what you're doing or where you're at. Join Sunlight Federal Credit Union today and start experiencing the credit union difference. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter. And today we were talking about uh, what what <laughs> we were asking people what they thought we should do. Should we allow people, the voters, to decide or let the county commission decide on the new? Yeah, it was overwhelming. Uh, yeah. First Northern Bank Wyoming poll question, 69% of the votes uh, said that voters should decide. And it's not going to happen, but people no. think that, and that's fine. And it, it, we talked about all the reasons why it would be a, a fiasco and this, that, and the other. And, you know, that's a discussion that we can have moving on, and maybe it'll change, maybe it won't. But as it is right now, the county commission is going to make the decision. Yep. And I think, you know, as you said earlier, I think, it's been I, I, working I, for I, years. I think they'll make a fine decision, sure. and there will probably be a... yeah. Fifth commissioner that will be a perfectly well candidate. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Who knows? We just wait and see. 
people were wondering about every county commissioner when they came on. They're like, oh, are they going to do a good job? They've done fine. Yeah. They've done fine. And they learned. Well, and I know when they expanded the commission from three to five, there was a lot of trepidation there as well, saying nothing's going to get done. There's going to be a lot of bickering and arguing. It's actually been the exact opposite. Yeah. And they do a good job covering the county commission meetings, as I do, and you have done in the past. They do a great job. Mm -hmm. They really do. So. Anyway, that's that. That's our show for today. We'll have another poll question for next week that we can talk about. And uh, thanks, Ron, for joining us. Yep, Arriva Dirce. Okay, we'll see you next week. Jackson Electric, Open Line Friday. See ya. simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Our service department offers the best in automotive service to our customers. Hi, this is Chris Hayden from Waring Sheridan Chevrolet. Our facility has the latest diagnostic repair equipment, and our highly skilled technicians will deliver the most efficient and quality vehicle care you can find. We offer an oil change, tire rotation, and inspect your vehicle to make sure your vehicle is running its best. That includes free pickup and delivery within the Sheridan city limits. Plus, if your vehicle is in need of any mechanical repairs, we have the best team of technicians to get you up and running. Waring Chevrolet, 107 East Alger. Brackleton's Fine Food and Spirits invites you to enjoy our lunch menu with popular choices like our ahi tuna bowl with ahi tuna, soy marinade, peanuts and scallions, wonton chips, wasabi aioli, and sesame seeds. Or our turkey lettuce cups, Asian ground turkey, lettuce, cilantro, peanuts, hot sauce, or maybe our fish and frites, battered cod, shoestrings, and spicy slaw. Lunch at Brackleton's, where good food is good mood on Main Street, downtown Sheridan. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season at Whitney Commons Park. You'll find local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally crafted items this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. through September 14th. See the best our hardworking local producers have to offer at the Sheridan Farmer's Market Thursday evenings at Whitney Commons Park. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. And remember, please leave your pets at home. You know that old saying that whatever you do, give 100% unless you're giving blood, that is? Well, the same goes for you fixing up or tuning up your 4 before or side-by-side because you won't do it. And if you do do it, you'll do it wrong. Handles Service Center to the rescue. Just bring your machine to Handles on Heartland Drive and they'll fix it up, tune it up, and zoom it up. Easy-peasy, non-greasy. Handles Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. They'll turn your 4 before into a trailblazing beast that even Bigfoot would envy. Do you find yourself asking questions about technology? Anything from home electronics to your mobile phone. Hi, I'm Rich Demuro. You can hear me weekends right here on News Talk 930. Now on 103.9 FM.